0: Welcome to Young and Finch, the podcast made by Korean Millennials. Alright guys, welcome back to Young and Finch. Uh, I am Andrew and today we have a special guest but um, with, with the IG handle Income Tats. Here we have, Victor.
1: What's up? What's up? What's up? Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah. Good, man. Um, Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Talk to you guys. Catch up. Yeah. I think it would be
0: good to start this off with how we know Victor. Um, mm. I think it's Josh's first time meeting him, so yeah. Uh, there's, I guess, no history there. But for me and Brian, uh, we knew Victor since time. I think it's been more than let's see, 16 years, 15, 17 years. Yeah. Um, yeah. We met through church, actually, through our parents, mm-hmm. where we did some yeah. small uh, Bible study, and they would, the parents would bring the kids, and since we were all similar age, we pretty, like, we were bonding, and we had a good, pretty good childhood, I would say. I remember playing yeah. MapleStory in those young days. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Those are the...
2: Grinding out innocent I mean, killing slimes days. bro i
0: remember um uh victor don't tell me maple I, story scam story bro no, 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 no. i i, I feel which ca- i forgot which uh job victor was and his maple story. Uh, i think you were like i feel like assassin yeah or were like poison something made yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what <man. laughs> anyways enough about that um yeah, victor Those can you times. i guess start us off with just a little bit about yourself how you became interested in tattoos what made you um kind of if you had any like switch in careers or interests throughout your life mm.
1: yeah oh mm-hmm. man i i had so many switches in like what i was doing yeah i, I guess uh, from my curiosity as
0: well can you i guess kind of continue from when you stopped coming to our church and moved cuz that's when we stopped okay yeah you know what i mean
1: yeah sure, full circle sure, sure. yeah okay well high school career pretty basic you know uh i had no idea what i wanted to do so like just went into you know the first thing that came to me and uh my brother is like one year older so he went to Laurier for economics and Mm. he came back home one day and he was just telling me about like one course he took and i was like oh that's interesting enough so Mm. yeah i just like went into uni like super blindly um like most people do and Mm -hmm. then yeah just two years of economics and I had like no interest whatsoever (laughs) um only just like a couple business and psychology courses and stuff yeah um and then I hit second year and I was studying for the finals and I just remember being so frustrated because I was working so hard for like something I give no shit about yeah. And then, like, I had, like, a little crisis and, um, yeah, I, I just realized I needed, like, time to just, like, not do anything and just, like, either, yeah, just, like, take a break from school to, like, get that energy back or, like, mm-hmm. try something else. So, yeah, that's what I did. I stopped going to Laurier and then I moved downtown because my dad um, was seeing this, a uh, lady at the time, mm-hmm. and yeah, that lady had a son, so then he was kind of like my unofficial stepbrother. So I was living with him uh, when I moved downtown. Yeah, and he he's a sculpture and installation artist. Um, oh, oh. He's, he's been at OCAD for a while by that point. Um, so he was like a like he was really into art, and he was like fully immersed into that and. You know, hearing all that for the first time was really interesting, and like his perspectives and just the way he thought was like really admirable. So yeah. that that definitely influenced a lot. Like I was like super impressionable, and like I was just like looking for kind of new ways of doing things, I guess.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, at that time, that's kind of when like Instagram was like starting to like become like widespread. Mm -hmm. and i was like oh might as well just join and like take pictures and stuff and so yeah i just started taking pictures on my phone and then it kind of became like really enjoyable Mm -hmm. so i just like pursued that and then um my stepbrother's girlfriend had like a dslr that she never used so i kind of used that like every day like while i was just like exploring like downtown toronto yeah and then that's how i got into uh street photography Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so I was, like, yeah, it was really fun. You know, it was a new new area and new way of life, and I got to, like, just look at it uh, from a different perspective and take pictures and, like, meet lots of interesting people from it. Yeah. Yeah, so at, th- at that time, I really enjoyed, like, just going up to strangers that I thought looked cool or, like, that I wanted to take a photo of and just, like, kind of start a conversation with them. Mm-hmm and uh one person this this is going to tie in later um but one person i i saw on the street was this like heavily tattooed guy and um i just thought he looked super cool so i asked for his photo and then like we kind of uh just had a moment there and then like i got his contact information and i told him like yeah i'd love to get tattooed by you someday mm. and then that was that was kind of just something that happened and then I guess the year following that i was just like doing that while working at the ramen restaurant that um you guys saw me at yeah yeah and then i was like okay i kind of want to pursue photography like more seriously so i decided to go to ocad for advertising because i I thought it would be like a somewhat good blend of like my business background and like my desire to like work with like photography and like typography and like other mediums and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah that was a really good choice I really enjoyed advertising at OCAD um I met some really really amazing professors and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and like developed like my way of thinking uh they basically taught us like how to advertise for like big corporations Mm -hmm. um you know just the usual like like restaurants or like just, like, huge products, basically. And I kind of lost interest because it just didn't feel like it resonated with me personally. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: I wanted to take a year off to try to see if I could freelance with, like, small businesses and, like, try to help them advertise mm-hmm. and do things like that. And, yeah, that, w- that was the goal. Like, if I could do that, then I would just, like, drop out and, like, just do that. And if it didn't work out, then I'll go back to OKAD yeah um yeah so i think a few months after i dropped out i um got an opportunity at a barber shop to like take care of like marketing social media like photography nice uh, things like that yeah it was really fun too um, yeah i did that for like four months and yeah like working for like a small business was like exactly what i was looking for like just being able to think about the business on like a holistic sense Right. and like being able to touch like multiple points. Like once I got in there, I was like thinking about like also the customer experience, like what it's like, like the flow of traffic and, mm-hmm. um, the interior design and I was helping them like paint and things like that. So it was really, um, it was really exciting, like every day. And yeah, I had a lot of fun doing that, but then, uh, COVID hit. so uh yeah (laughs) they had to they had to close and so i got laid off Ah shit Mm. yeah so i was just like in my apartment with my roommate at the time and no job um i tried like uber eats just because it was like really nice weather and i was just like biking around and that was cool but like yeah i was just like very deep into my thoughts Mm. like a lot of people were and like trying to uh make plans and like devise a strategy and stuff like that yeah um yeah and then like just one day i was like super bored and i just went up to my roommate and i was like do you want to tattoo each other because he was like he (laughs) he was heavily tattooed and like i don't i I was just like super bored so (laughs) i like really went into like researching like the proper tools and um like proper practices and lots of youtube and lots of all that stuff yeah And yeah, like I just bought all the shit off Amazon and then I just tried tattooing him uh, just like in the living room. And it was um, hand poking, which is basically like without the tattoo machine, Mm -hmm. just like a single needle. And then you just like poke like lots of dots until it like makes a line Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, so we did our first tattoo. Um, I did like a little smiley face on him and like it actually came out like pretty clean. (laughs) He was happy and I was happy and yeah. Um, So after that night, I was like, oh, okay, I have all these supplies. I had so much fun. Uh, Why don't I just like ask my other friends if they want tattoos? And that's kind of how it started. Mm -hmm. And then I just, you know, I just told like as many people as possible, like I'll tattoo them for free. Mm -hmm. And like that's, that was like when like the BLM thing was like kind of starting up. Mm -hmm. right so i was like okay why don't i um offer free tattoos in exchange for donations Mm -hmm. yeah so it was kind of like a win-win situation like so i could learn but i could also contribute yeah to like an initiative nice so yeah i I did that and like got lots of people interested um yeah and that was kind of like my apprenticeship like informal apprenticeship i guess (laughs) and yeah i just like kept doing it and then going to like people's houses like just doing it in their living room things like that and eventually i was like okay uh, maybe i should like try to apply for uh, like tattoo shops mm-hmm. yeah and then this goes back to like when i met that tattooed stranger on the street mm. um I just thought about him and I actually got a tattoo from him like in between those years. Mm-hmm. Oh nice. But, uh, and and we became like pretty good friends. And yeah. I just uh, told him like yeah, I actually started tattooing recently and um you know, I'd love to like help your like business with like photography and like marketing in exchange for like learning mm-hmm. um like professional practices from you and things like that. Yeah so yeah, that's kind of how like my formal apprenticeship started and mm. I started working out the shop and like working on their website, just helping around, just cleaning the shop and things like that. And after a few months, I, I became like a full-time artist there. Nice. Hey. Yeah. Sick. Yeah.
0: I really respect that you put yourself out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. yeah. Good for you. It was, it was a very like winding path and it's like going to continue to wind and like Mm. change and stuff yeah but at the time like i really needed to do something else and i had i felt like i had nothing so yeah, yeah like nothing
2: to lose kind of yeah I'm guessing you love what you do right yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah for sure
2: yeah that's good it's mm. like a long
3: winding path but it almost <laughs> happened so naturally right it's like you weren't even trying to yeah. look for it it just yeah. happened yeah
1: for sure um yeah i found that like every time I made plans to do something like it just never panned out that way <laughs> and then just like random opportunities just come up and it just say yeah, like naturally happens yeah. so
2: all it took was one conversation man you got yeah connection. exactly yeah. yeah
1: yeah you never know which is why I love uh living in the city just because you never know who you'll meet and like you know that's true build yeah. relationships with speaking yeah. of
0: cities have you ever considered or wanted to live in another city? If so, where?
1: I have, yeah. Um, let's see, I think LA would be really cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, definitely.
1: Yeah, like a place with like a Korean, a Korean like population would be amazing. Like yeah. even trying like Busan would be really cool. Yeah, mm. uh, just because like um, yeah, like I- I'm not too sure if you guys are aware, but like the tattoo industry in Korea is like. Uh, really booming and like it's almost oh, it's, it's been booming for like quite some time mm-hmm. but it's really popular mm-hmm. and like That's dope. underground artists like hand poke artists like myself like yeah um, just lots of people are trying it and like yeah uh, expanding that industry there
3: interesting yeah <laughs> it's a good uh, the, the, you raised a good point about the the Korean underground kind of tattoo culture because um, mm. you know like I think for like s- uh, such a long time Tattoos have been so, like, looked down upon and taboo Mm -hmm. in Korea, right? And even now, technically, it's illegal. You need a a medical license in order to uh, open a tattoo shop. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. uh, being a Korean Canadian, like, what were some hurdles you had to overcome, whether it was, like, with your family or, like, with friends who might have been Korean? Because I think that even if for us who were born here, like, it's still kind of embedded in us because of our parents, right? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so my dad actually doesn't know i tattoo what oh shit (laughs) he has no idea yeah it's been like a full year now and i've been doing this uh pretty consistently um but i've been like basically like all my supplies like i could fit into like a briefcase right Mm -hmm. and so i just like carry that briefcase to like the shop or like to like house calls and things like that Mm -hmm. and he asked like a few times like what's in the briefcase and I just say <laughs> like art supplies and it's like yeah. the briefcase was like lock, so he can never open it uh, <laughs> so it looks like hella sus but you yeah. stop asking questions
2: um wait do you do both hand poking and the and the like the gun too now
1: uh I'm learning the gun okay. right now but okay. uh yeah I, I really enjoy the hand poking process Okay. Uh, so I feel like I'll continue that and like push that further more than machine tattoos how long have you been working with the machines um probably a few months now to like half a year just like pretty inconsistently like whenever i have time i just like practice on uh, something called fake skin yeah oh i don't even know what's that that? it's like pork skin (laughs) it's like (laughs) like, um It's
0: like what's it's like, the material? Do you do you have a uh, soy sauce in this, or you eat afterwards? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just cook it after. Oh, no. <laughs> so dirty. That's that's fun. that's
0: fun, right? You know the vibes. <laughs> yeah. It's a win win, bro. Uh, Kill
3: two that makes birds sense with though,
2: because they got to practice, right? You're not going to practice on a real person. I, I think mm, I've, I've heard yeah. of people
3: practicing on like pig skin or like oranges, right?
1: Yeah, oranges, pig skin, and then uh, the thing is uh, silicone. Like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Fake skin. Nice. Oh, uh, I see. But yeah, I actually, like, when I started, I didn't even try it on like fake skin or like fruits. I just went straight to my roommate. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. I, I'm very lucky to have a roommate who's like, Already super tattooed and doesn't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> and, like, uh, yeah. Other friends who are just like down for this shit. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. But yeah, um, the question was how cities. Was the... Sorry? But
0: the original question was. Oh, the cities. Yeah, and then uh-huh. someone someone took over. I don't know how. <laughs>
1: <And someone laughs> Korea was, came up. Yeah, bro. No, someone Korea was, smooth, came out, someone bro. was
0: smooth with it. Sorry.
1: <laughs> mm. But yeah, like. Um, i think you're asking about like something about the korean perception about tattoos yeah yeah, yeah. um True. yeah it's, it's <laughs> very uh sorry, <laughs> it, 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 it was sorry. very
2: looked down upon it's like Is it, it's, I, mm. yeah to be like honest a, i
0: think it's still not looked down upon but it's not looked up upon sorry
2: <laughs> it's like you're like part of it it's, it's like from what I understand, like if you had tattoos, you're yeah, like a so like kind of yeah, like affiliated with mm, a gang yeah. member, like hip hop yeah. or
0: like something something of that nature. Yeah, but, that's but like... if you
1: look at tattoos like nowadays, like it could be anything. Like you yeah. could just be like a lion and like super minimalistic and like yeah, you mm-hmm. could tell it's not like yeah, those I'd be trying to be, yeah,
3: yeah. But like gang affiliated too, but also like I know like historically like. If you grew up in the church like we did, you know, my my dad is always reminding me like it was always associated with like slavery and stuff, too. So the connotations Mm. that come with tattoos Mm. like historically have never been like Mm. good. But Mm -hmm. like you mentioned, like I think Korea is blowing up even in North America, like tattoos are becoming so normalized. I think you're seeing more people Mm -hmm. with at least one tattoo over people with Mm -hmm. no tattoos. Right. Yeah
1: yeah i I mean like the historic connotations like it differs between every tradition that's true or or, every culture right like uh i was i was reading somewhere like in fuck like england uh back when they were like uh having like wars with horses and fucking swords and shit like (laughs) like they would tattoo like a cross on you so if you died in like enemy territory like they'd still like treat you to like a christian bar- christian burial and oh things like that. shit mm, yeah, so yeah there's like so many ways that like tattoos could be used and have been used mm-hmm. but uh yeah it is like pop culture and things like that that like yeah uh, yeah
2: popularized it yeah mm-hmm. yeah so how many how
3: many tattoos do you have currently
1: uh, I have one, two, three, four, five, yeah, yeah, okay. six, Jeez. seven, eight. But they're all really <laughs> small. They're all really small. I could show you in the in the in the thing right now. Yeah, yeah. The video call, but oh, I have that Lord. tattoo. Oh, nice. Water boy, yeah. eh? there.
2: Yes. <laughs> That's all to remind you to stay hydrated. Um. <laughs> it's like, yes. Okay. So <laughs> like when you go drink, it's listeners. like oh, oh Okay.
0: <laughs> Let's go. Yeah.
1: For the listeners, I have a tattoo on my wrist that says moor. Um. She means water. Yeah, it's
0: yeah. So it means water. Yeah. yeah. So every it's, time, it's, yeah, every time you drink, you better stay hydrated, yeah, bro. Stay hydrated. Yeah, I need that, bro. yo. Yeah.
2: Cause I never, I never remember to drink. <laughs> Sorry, go <laughs> ahead. Uh, what else you got?
1: Yeah, I don't. Um, let's see. I have. I'll show you in the camera. I have number two there. Number two. That my roommate bro. did. Oh. oh nice. uh, yeah, and then just like a couple fingers. Oh, right nice. there. Why so serious? Oh, yes.
3: Didn't those hurt? <laughs> I heard the fingers uh, are uh, sensitive areas because it's so close contact with the bone.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywhere that's close to a bone hurts more than, you know, fleshy areas. So, yeah. so it hurt? But uh, it's okay.
2: It's oh, manageable. Those are man. all done by. Uh,
0: <laughs> strong man.
1: <laughs> those
2: are all done by hand poking?
1: Uh, The fingers hand poked. Um, the two that I showed you was yeah. hand poked. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a machine. Oh, yeah, I also have a circle on my Hold
2: on. oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh nice, oh, no.
1: yeah. And then I have a couple things on my thighs. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not gonna show, I'm not gonna take nice. My hands, <laughs> Damn it, yeah. that's,
0: that's the one I wanted to see. Sorry, bro.
3: What are you talking about, man? <laughs> that's <laughs>
0: mad sus. I was <laughs> no, <just> playing real. Yeah. <laughs> Or am
1: I? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So cute. Scared. Yeah. So, would you guys be down for tattoos? Should we uh, schedule an appointment soon?
0: (laughs) 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 Kind of scared because I heard it hurts. Yo, it's
1: it's not it's not bad. Yeah, what does it feel like? Okay, hand poking. It feels like a needle is just poking your skin. Okay. Mm Um. Yeah it's it's pretty bearable it's it's more of like a annoying like pinching feel mm. Mm. but over time it's like you just get like numb to it you get used to it and yeah. it almost becomes like meditative mm. um it's but a, it, with the like machine tattoo <laughs> <laughs> sorry. yeah i mean like people do get addicted to the to the sensation like... of it oh
0: sorry <laughs> 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 you
1: know the vibes
2: yeah you just they just listen to music zone out with artists go to work yeah or like
1: talk or just like yeah go yeah. to sleep oh yeah. the,
0: you're oh you're talking about the one doing it maybe meditative
1: not the one getting no it. for for both for both people what really? well obviously yeah it depends on like the practitioner and like how they approach it but yeah true. hand poking specifically because it's like much quieter than like you know a buzzing machine like true you get much more like quiet time and you're just lying down there and uh true yeah, Interesting. connecting with other Andrew, you
2: should get so, a young and finch tattoo yo <laughs> i'll get one if you get one if this if this channel blows up we'll all get one well,
3: no uh, brian nah, will get one i don't know i'll get, get, <laughs> get one sorry get on her ass <laughs> i'll think about it sorry. get it on her
2: butt cheek <laughs> Dude. Dude. brian would you get one i would get one yeah I would, I, I thought about it. It's like if I were to get one, I'd probably get like a, like a sleeve. A sleeve? Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought yeah. sleeves look sick. Oh. One of my coworkers got a sleeve. These are expensive. Yeah, yeah. it's expensive.
0: It's like mm-hmm. thousands, bro.
2: Or maybe something yeah. under my forearm.
0: What? Can you, can you explain why it would cost thousands for a tattoo like that? Like what's the cost behind it? Is it the, the work?
1: It's, it's mainly the time, yeah. yeah and the, the manual labor true and if you consider that this person is like first of all they took the time to like design something specifically for you Mm. so first you could see it as like a commission painting right okay you know yeah and then from there you, you see that like you know they actually have the skills to place it onto your skin yeah. yeah yeah and then like that's supposed to be there for the rest of your life so like yeah if it's really quality work then true it'll maintain integrity for a long time so it's it's like an investment yeah yeah
0: mm-hmm. uh, yeah damn yeah so if that you're really sense. good and you're really good at marketing yourself you probably make decent oh, yeah. bucks
2: dude, some artists make bank dude <laughs>
1: Yeah. If, if you're like a top artist, yeah, you'll definitely make bank, but you know, starting off like, like any, any profession, like you're going to have to grind for like very little. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: Build your name,
1: start establishing your, your brand a little bit. Hence, yo,
0: hence that's the perfect time to shout out. What's your IG?
1: Um, yeah, my IG is at income tats, T-A-T-S. Where you at? Is that like an homage
3: to your economics background?
1: I I wish or not, is it just kind it's kind not of even like, like <laughs> it's not even it's not deep at all like <laughs> I, I was I was just at home and I was thinking about a name and I was like that's kind of that's kind of fun kind of punny too so. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: speaking of Instagram I have a question for you how did you come across our channel because you DM'd us and you're like is this Brian and Andrew
3: wait I I think you guys followed me first yeah I found income tats and I was like that's a nice name mm-hmm. so I, I hit follow respect yeah. oh respect. word
0: yeah what'd you mm. think of the what'd you think of the name young and finch though
1: i thought it was really cool hey yeah right. like it made a lot of sense like instantly I, I understood like what you guys would talk about and stuff so Wait, but how did you know yeah. it was
2: me and Andrew though
1: so i had no idea uh, i was just like okay this is like a small podcast and like yeah. they have pretty cool like graphics and stuff like that and right i was like yeah i respect the the you know what you guys are doing and then i you know tuned in and i was like why are these voices so familiar? <laughs> I, heard, I heard Brian's voice first, and I was like, yeah, okay, that sounds super familiar. But you
2: know what's fucked up? When you when you familiarize my voice back in grade six, and I'm like, I have like some deep-ass voice back in the days too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you did. But when I heard Andrew's voice, I was like, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> Andrew for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Let's Very go. unique voice. Yeah, that's
2: crazy, man. Crazy how, uh, and look at us, man we're recording mm. our podcast together
0: yeah bro yo bro i thought i didn't have i thought I had the most common voice
3: nah bro you're i can hear your voice from a crowd bro <laughs> that's
2: just like
0: what do you mean bro and then it's like <laughs> oh that's that's andrew
2: <laughs> damn, yeah that's dope <laughs> mm. i would maybe get something on my chest too i think chest is a pretty cool well you should get
0: <laughs> you get like squiggly lines it looks like chest <laughs> <laughs>
2: What about you guys? Are you guys interested in tatting it up?
0: I'll probably get something small on my ankle, if anything, or like my uh, wrist,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: or like behind
0: my ear. So it's like subtle, hidden behind you know? your ear. Yeah. yeah.
2: People get tattoos there too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a pretty, oh it's like a right here. Commentary. Oh yeah 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 yeah, gotcha. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. How would uh, your parents feel if you guys got one? They'd be indifferent, they I think. Chill? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool.
2: They'd be surprised, but I'd be like, mm. you know, now, what are they, they gonna what do? To do?
0: What are they gonna do though?
2: Yeah,
3: my dad would kill me though. Uh, we mentioned this before in our religion pod- podcast, but I, my, my parents are fairly religious. Mm. Even for my earring in grade nine, I had to like make a deal with them. He's like, okay, I'll let you get the earring, but you have to promise me you'll never get a tattoo. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I said yeah, but I was like,
2: no guarantees. You know what you have to get? Just, just get a Bible scripture tattoo
1: that's what i'm saying yeah
2: bro john john 316 sorry yeah, john 316
0: <laughs> <laughs> or oh, genesis 1-1 sorry
2: what uh <laughs> you can't say anything uh... about that <laughs> yeah my dad was like very
1: against like piercings and like tattoos as well yeah but i really wanted um the the circle tattoo was like my first one yeah and mm-hmm. i really wanted it um so he he went to korea for like a month and a bit mm. and the day before he came back i like sharpie that shit on my arm <laughs> and he saw it and he's like you got tattooed and i'm like yeah this this shit's on me like it's it's permanent and he's like fuck okay just don't get another one and uh, then once i heard that i was like okay i'm, I'm gonna get the real tattoos <laughs> hey ab testing Tim. sorry yeah Smart.
3: exactly finesse your dad bro
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure so I would, I would recommend that uh to to any listeners that are like you know, hesitant. True, that's, that's smart. a Pretty good yeah. tip. Just yeah, 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 just to see like how your parents react. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Test <laughs> the waters. I
3: don't know, man. Korean parents, they can be, they can be a different breed, man. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I was looking at you know, obviously when I first came upon your Instagram page, you know, there's you got you have some like really interesting designs, and there's some inspiration from like Korean culture, like the the Kodori cards and stuff like that. Like I mm-hmm. thought those were like super clean, but. Um, mm. I guess with, like, where do you get that inspiration from? Mm. for like, your design ideas and what you want to design on people?
1: Mm. Um, I guess it, it kind of just depends on, like, what I'm researching and, like, what I'm looking into. Um, just, so, like, those Hatsu uh, cards, like, it just started off with, like... Like, once I started tattooing, like, it was it was just, like, doodles and stuff. And then I was thinking, like, okay, like, what's, like, personal to me? And, like, how can I bring my culture to the table? Like, yeah. similar to what you guys are doing. Mm. Um, so then, yeah, I started thinking about, like, personal childhood experiences that, like, um, resonated with me. And playing hot with my dad, like, and just, like, learning that game was uh, pretty fun. Mm. So I kind of just took that imagery. Um, and then that kind of opened the door into looking into like Korean traditional paintings and, and things like that and learning mm-hmm. about, um, just Korean art history. Yeah. Um, so like, there are like certain elements from that, like from that research that I, I'm like, uh, holding on to and I'm going to like show later in my designs, but yeah, it, it's, it's kind of just, you know, conversations like this, like, you know, like talking to other Korean people, like, um, I'm able to just like figure out like new insights into like what uh, could like other Koreans resonate with and like mm. what's a what's a shared common experience, you know? Yeah. So like things like soju and like yakol. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's it's pretty like a common like object and like beverage. Mm. Um, but like I'm trying to expand and like yeah, just figure out like a bit more. And so I actually wanted to ask you guys like, what do you feel like uh symbolizes like your korean Mm. upbringing like Mm. in terms of memories or like images or like objects things like that yeah that's a good
0: question Hmm. Mm. i guess just how how we were up up, like brought up but i don't know how you Mm. would formulate that into something yeah yeah
1: yeah for sure it doesn't yeah it's it's hard to you know make it straight into an image but yeah i totally agree um i was i was thinking like church and like church soccer like Mm. that's such a korean yeah experience
2: Mm. like
0: or like the basketball at church oh yeah yeah. playing ball
1: fucking raisin bread (laughs) (laughs) i hate
0: i fucking hate those
1: still to this day Mm. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) i i think that's one of the reasons why i actually hate raisins Cause of those bread Yeah, that
1: shit was traumatic. Yeah. So <laughs> dry. Sure. Holy shit.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's one of those things that, like, when you're really hungry, you would eat it, mm. bro. And it, it's yeah, like the, not even the whole thing, too. Just like, yeah, a ha- just like half. A half, like half of yeah. it. It was bearable with coffee, though. I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> it's like yeah. the only way.
3: The Yakult one was really good. Like, I think that's like a if any like any Korean, even Korean Canadian, sees that, it's like instantly boom. You're back to you know Mm. when you're like four and buying a pack of like 40 and Mm -hmm. then just going home and shooting down like 10 of them but yeah i'll say one is like you know like the korean bottled ice cream like like that oh yes yes, i think that's like something that i would see i'd be like oh yo
0: like tank boy like say less Mm -hmm. for sure or like or games like maple story yeah maple story yeah maple story tattooed on you bro down, I'll be there. A slime, yeah. I'll be, be the. I'll, be the, I'll the, put the savage blow
1: image. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what about like the Korean word, like, chung or something like that?
1: Oh, I actually, tattooed the, on someone.
2: Chung? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I
0: don't. I don't know why, but I don't like words tattooed in general.
1: Why?
2: Why not? Some Chinese characters know. look pretty cool. I, I think it's kind of cliche,
0: in my opinion. Mm. True. Yeah. I worked at I, really I like work at a hospital
2: and um, one of the doctors has like just Korean tattoos written on his forearm. I didn't get a close look at it, but it said something like like something inspirational. So I think he uses that every day to like take care of his patients and- Yeah, I mean, if mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. means something
0: to them, I I'm, I'm all for it.
3: Yeah. What yeah. what about like Justin Bieber's people? We all make <laughs> <laughs> Justin Bieber's what? <laughs> Justin Bieber has like people on his forearm. It's just like his last name but in Korean. Oh really? What? Oh, I know yeah, that. it's just it's just
0: people. You know what? I'm, I'm actually kind of like I fuck with that. That's kind of jokes.
3: It's actually kind of clean.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of yeah. Maybe it's because like Justin Bieber did it, but yeah, that's kind of clean though.
2: If you're thinking of names, I think Conor McGregor's tattoos look pretty cool. The one that he has on his stomach, the chest. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, or on his mm, chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Conor is
3: swag.
0: Yeah. I
2: mean, that's, if yeah. he loses
0: again, i might have to rethink that. But <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. right, right now, it's pretty cool. Sorry. Yo, so can I ask you guys like what uh, what inspired Young and Finch, like what mm. inspired this whole podcast? I'm sure you guys already like talked about this in a previous episode, but
0: I I don't think we actually did. We haven't, did yeah. no, yeah.
3: Huh. True. Good question. That's a good question though. I mean, well, it was
2: originally Josh's idea yeah. to start this podcast, and mm. uh, well, our goal for a podcast is to just kind of relate with other Korean people like. Yeah, mm-hmm. That are living in Canada or you know in like a Western society and just kind of talk about our experiences of growing up, you know in in a mm. country where we're not so like I guess technically familiar like we're like an immigrant like we're an outside coming in, mm-hmm. and um you know just hopefully we can you know connect or inspire and um, just meet cool people like that along the way.
3: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I think
2: like. The Korean Canadian
3: experience is, is kind of interesting because it's so close to the Korean American experience, but at the same time, mm. I think it's fairly yeah. different and unique. our experiences are kind of unique to itself. So, uh, yeah. I didn't yeah. see too many platforms that where people were kind of talking about the Korean Canadian experience. So,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, man, once we're done, yeah, we got to grab some Korean barbecue or something, man. Got yeah. Go. Yeah. lots of things yeah. to catch yeah. up for
1: sure.
2: We should grab a beer once things open up.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm done. We'll get Andrew fucked up and then give him a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Me,
1: and, me and Brian will pin him down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm chilling.
3: Um, just before we wrap up, mm. I wanted to fire off some rapid fire questions for you guys uh, as well as Victor so we can get, kind of get to know you a little bit better. Yeah, sure. Aside from your, your tattooing and, and your hustle. Um, so, we'll just burn through these. Mm. If you could only have one pair of shoes for the rest of your life, just one, what would it be?
1: Uh, Converse, for sure.
0: Ooh. The, the Lowe's?
1: Just white, regular Chuck Taylors.
2: Yeah. Nice.
1: So versatile.
2: Common projects. Yeah. Those things <laughs> age like wine. Mm. <laughs> Brian? Uh, fuck one shoe for the rest of my life. Jordan's? Just gotta go with a... Uh, yeah, I gotta wiggle some Nikes. Nice. Yeah. Some running shoes. Alright.
3: Next one. <laughs> most most underrated spot in Toronto. Ooh. Underrated.
0: Oh, I got one. It can be a spot, it can just be like an area. Yeah, I got one. I'll start. It's at uh, Church yeah. and Wellesley. There's a mm-hmm. ba- there's a bar car called uh hairy hair dog. Hmm.
3: Hair of the dog?
0: Yeah, it's called I think it's called something like that. It's actually pretty it's like okay. a Nice vibe.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. Check it out. True. Yo, Andrew, I need to put you onto some spots because that place sounds regular as fuck. Oh, (laughs) he needs a milk. Oh yeah, Yeah. I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, <laughs> that's cool, that's cool. Bro, like your, your yeah.
0: expression was like <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not from toronto bro. I yeah just, i'm like, kidding just i'm moved. kidding
1: yeah
0: yeah but
2: yeah <laughs> it's cool man y'all put me on some spots yeah i'm down bro, i don't know anywhere yeah
0: i'm down i'm actually down like yeah. i need
1: to know yeah for sure victor probably
2: knows all the best places you've been there yeah, for a yeah, long yeah. time right? yeah. yeah
1: um yeah there's this like franchise like local franchise um have you heard of like uh soul shaker or odd soul yeah. yeah. The Shaker. Yeah, Sorry. they're they're doing a really good job in the city for sure. Yeah. Um yeah. But just in general, Ontario Place, super underrated. Like Ontario Place? Yeah, just open to the public. You could just walk in and yeah, it's just really nice vibes there. Is it Ontario? The Place... Where's Ontario Place? Sorry. It's down it's by the near, water. Yeah, down by the water. Um, what's what's the water? Lakeshore.
0: Like harbor. Yeah.
3: It's yeah. Harbor but Front. That's
0: su- 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 such a long water.
3: Like where exactly? <laughs> no, it's it's the it's where like the IMAX theater is, like with like the dome and like the whatever like that, you know? And then sure. no. It's bro. <laughs> nah, I don't think I know. Anyways, <laughs> uh, ah
2: For me, PG Clucks.
3: PG Clucks? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Or some bomb-ass chicken sandwich.
0: That's not underrated at
2: all, bro. I think it's one of the most underrated chicken joints. Yo, you know what's underrated?
0: McDonald's. Sorry.
2: (laughs) Chipotle. All right, next one. All
3: right, between mountains or ocean, which would you choose? Like, living in a place with mountains or ocean? Ocean. Ocean. Yeah, ocean. Ocean.
1: Yeah.
3: What about you, Victor? I would
1: say water. Yeah. Water? Yeah. Yeah. La- yeah, <laughs> makes
2: sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's got it on his arm, so must be.
3: Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question. Your favorite panchan to eat with rice? So, your favorite, Ooh. like, pap toduk? Keran?
0: Keran Yeah, <laughs> no, that's
1: a classic. That's a good answer. Andrew, you really hit it <laughs> off.
0: That's, that's a good answer. Nah, nah, nah. Actually, for me, Probably like kan denjang.
2: Mmm. Or
0: What is that? It's tenjang, but kan, like thick.
2: It's like very fermented. Mm, I see, I see.
1: <laughs> That, yeah, actually,
0: no. That or. Like something marinated. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like kimchi chicas. Anything But it's gotta be panchan, bro. Panchan? Oh, probably yeah, one of those. The, you know the ojingo. ojingeo yeah, ojingo. Oh, buchim, the spicy yeah. ojingo. Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: oh, yeah, the ojingo is good. Um, shit.
1: I would say uh, Namur for myself. I just love that shit. Namur. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. That's a uh, so that's,
0: regular. That's kind of. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's underrated for you. Yeah,
2: man. yeah. I gotta go with. Uh, I gotta go with Kim. Mm. Kim, keep it simple. Classic. Yeah. True. Right.
3: That wrapped up the fire. the fire questions.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah, Dad. Thanks for coming up, Victor. Man, yeah, it was nice to yeah. catch up, man. Yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah, and when everything opens up again, we'll we'll hit up a spot or something. Facts. Yes, sir. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Up,
0: definitely. All right, guys. Thanks, uh, for everyone, especially Victor, for coming mm-hmm. on. And hope you guys enjoyed this week's uh, what Victor's like, what he does, what's his passion, you know, his, <laughs> yeah. his journey mm-hmm. so far. And uh, DM us if you got any anything that you want to share
2: and you can find uh more of Victor's um tattoo creations at his Instagram at Yeah, we'll put his link and we'll uh yeah we'll plug it down in our in our link. Bless. Thank yeah. you
1: guys.
2: Yeah. And uh, also follow us on our Instagram too at the young and finch. We love to DM you, chat with you guys and uh, get to uh know you guys better. Yeah. And if you like the podcast, don't forget to follow us on Spotify
3: and uh, give us a rating and a review on the uh, Apple Music Store. Yes sir. yes, sir. That being said, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you guys for listening. Bye-bye. Peace. Peace.
1: But yeah, do you guys have any like passion projects you've been working on outside of uh, podcasting? Um no. <laughs> <laughs> True. I, I mean like one one project is enough for like old dude for that sure. Grinding, yeah. bro.
0: Yeah.
3: Grinding in life. One thing I wanted to start looking into was kind of like like woodworking. Mm. Um mm-hmm. but right now it's so not feasible with like the space and materials
0: and stuff. But mm-hmm. bro, I'll give you wood. Sorry. What the <laughs> <Duh. laughs> cut that out i sorry.